about this every day. Every day that I am in entrepreneurship, it's uncomfortable. So number one, like I told you at 11, I knew at some point I wanted to do things my way. Um, I don't take, my dad would agree with this. I want to help people and I have a Wendy way of doing things. And the Lord, <laughs> he humbles me, but there's always been kind of a nutrition with Wendy way of doing things and it's different. And, um, and that's why, you know, people seek us out because they're a special type that they want to do it how we're doing it. And um, I would say that I knew, you know, in 2019, I started my business, but I knew in 2018, as I was in my internship, I knew that I wanted to start a private practice. I knew I wanted to work with high school athletes, college athletes. I wanted to work with families and I wanted to help people understand that they didn't have to be miserable. They didn't have to follow some outdated information from some boring you know, sheet to get the results that they wanted. I knew that I could help them by keeping things simple. And I learned this through my clinical experiences, through all of the, you know, the opportunities I had. And I started writing a business plan out and then I just took the leap and burned the boats and bet on myself. In 2019, I started my business and I started working with clients before I officially left my full-time job. And then I just went all in and just sacrificed and worked uh, 12, 16 hour days. Um, and like I said, I, I just knew I held true to my vision of, I want to help people. I know that I need to do it this way and I need to listen to people. And my clients helped me figure out my products, like what they wanted. I asked them, what do you need? Right. It wasn't what I thought they needed. It was them telling me this is what I need. And then seeing the demand out there, Justin, you know, for, for weight gain, um, for using nutrient timing, you know, we help a lot of athletes understand chew, nibble, sip. That's my nutrient timing strategy. No one talks about that, but it's a demand. So ask, I would tell the coaches out there starting their own business, number one, you've got to have a love and a passion for what you're doing. And you're going to have to sacrifice time with your family, time with whatever, because it, it takes what it takes. But if you can see it through and you can um, monetize it and there's a demand there, ask people, ask them what they need, give free sessions. I used to talk and do all of my, I did a lot of coaching. I gave a lot of free talks, so many free talks to get my reputation started, to get my name out there. I talked to so many soccer clubs. So then word of mouth traveled fast. I'm like what I brought to the table essentially, right? So be willing to ask people, you know, survey your followers. What do they want? What's the product? Because if you can't sell it and you can't monetize it, that you have no product, right? And then stay consistent with it and keep showing up every day. Start, you know, set a goal to post about one to two topics that people need, right? Ask your followers, ask your, your essential future customers what they want. Build, re build relationships too. You know, you're selling yourself in a sense. Um, and I would say too, Justin, I'm looking at my bookcase over here. How to Win Friends and Influence People. If you haven't read that book, that's one of the best books that you can read. Dale Carnegie um, is brilliant. Uh, his work is something I reference often when I need to get back into my, all right, we got to meet people where they're at. We've got to listen to people and we've got to earn their trust first. Um, so that's really, honestly, it's just built from there. Um, and the business plan that I had, I you know, I, I filed my LLC in Michigan. And then when I moved, relocated to Tennessee, I filed my S-Corp because I knew I want to really start branching this out, not just nutrition coaching, but present more presentations. I want to have coaches in other states. I also want to have, you know, additional eBooks, publications, and I want to have a space where 
I can hire dietitians to work from home, have a family, have a work-life balance because in sports, you know this, there's no work-life balance. So that's why I'm trying to create this. So this is so much bigger than me. It's not about me. It's about you, Justin. It's about coaches. It's about our athletes. And if anyone starting a business can remember, it's not about us. You will succeed because you're putting people first, right? People first, profit second. You and I were talking off air and you, you know, you're, you're doing that now, right? You're, you're hiring more people and you're growing that. How was that different leap of faith too? Because some of our coaches out there, they might've already taken the leap and now they're getting ready and they're like, Oh, I got to hire more people, but I'm scared to do it. What's your advice to them then? Oh my word. I'm still learning that one. I would say, you know, it's, I'll just be honest. It's very difficult, Justin, to hire, to find, to hire quality people that can share the same mission statement, the value. So you've really got to interview and filter your people. Um, But you've also got to just take a leap of faith and know that you have number one, good systems in place. I had to have good systems in place when I was hiring people so that they could replicate, right, what I'm doing and kind of how we want things to be operated so that the client, the athlete, they get the same experience, whether they're working with you know, one coach or another coach, obviously personalities are different, but fundamentally we're still all operating on a clear, concise system. There's efficiency. Everybody feels valued. You know, ask the people you're hiring what they expect of you. And then you also get to ask them like, you know, I expect these things of you. And if we can all agree and we're out for the same mission statement, then it tends to work. But I've hired I've had some past employees. Um, they just weren't the right fit. Um, so I, I think that for most people, I'm still learning. I don't have all the answers. I've only been in entrepreneurship for four and a half years. But I would say what has worked, because I just hired two new dietitians, I stopped worrying so much about some of their credentials. And I started worrying more about like, hey, is this person coachable? Are they going to accept constructive criticism? Are they someone that is on the same page of, listening to the client, listening to the athlete, treating them like a human being? Are they willing to go deeper and more in depth with the person, build more relationships um, beyond the surface level? Because we are a small business. We, We are a business that is about families and the families we work with become like our family. Um, so if people are unwilling to do that, it, it, be, it becomes just kind of a, a conflict of interest at that point, because they're not abiding by the mission statement that has helped this biz, my business be successful. So the coaches out there, uh, it's a different generation. Some people want to work hard and others want to get paid to do nothing. And you just have to filter and find who is the right fit. <laughs> That's me being cut and dry right there. Taking a quick break from the show to tell you about our deal we have going on right now in December. If you sign up for Fundamentals Level 1, you will get one free year at Strength Coach Network. That's right. Sign up for Fundamentals, our 20-hour long-form education course that has information on every topic in strength and conditioning that will make you a better strength coach, regardless of the field that you're in. Not only if you're a strength coach, personal trainer, athletic trainer, physio, this is for you because all the education about progressions, regressions, motor learning, speed, agility, jumps, you name it, we have information in it. So sign up for Fundamentals, get a free year at Strength Coach Network. Click the link down below. Let's get back to the show. <clears throat> You've talked about it a lot and you know we've both shared in our messages, but back and forth scheduling this, you know, both of us being believers in Christ. And how do you have, how does that guide your business? Does it push people away? Does it push your, you know, potential clients? Like how does that work for anybody that is maybe working in 
college athletics at a university and they're not able to talk about it and they almost feel conflicted that they don't have that ability but they feel drawn to because they know ultimately like hey this is how i can have a, a better effect on this person as a human like how do you that's a, i know that's a loaded question too and we, we've got some time to unravel it all but you know what do you say to all of that Yes, I'd like to unpack it. And actually, it helps me further explain too, like why I wanted to start my business. It wasn't just that, oh, I want to do things different. I wanted to be able to openly talk about Christ. I wanted to be able to share the gospel and do that while talking about nutrition, while, right? Because our spiritual, our mental, our physical health, it's all connected. So um, I knew that I had to start my own business in order to really glorify and talk about God in the ways that he called me to. And I, I wasn't able to do that um, fully until I went through some, some challenges of my own. And I realized like, Hey, if you are willing to talk about how God got you through these things, I'll get you through whatever, Wendy, like I'm next to you. I've got you. So I think for a lot of coaches out there, um, until, until you kind of have that come to Jesus moment of like, this isn't about me. This isn't about a job or pleasing my boss at the NCAA. This isn't about like, the handbook, this is so much bigger, right? It's about Christ. And he calls us to be bold. He calls us to talk about him. And it's not like you need to push your faith on people. Because I used to be a non-believer. I didn't like it when people did that. They told me how I was going to hell and I was a sinner. Of course, I am a sinner who needs a savior. But it's the, the, the way of sharing Christ. And we can do that, not just through sharing the gospel, but how we treat people. We can love on other people, right? Love others, love Jesus, share Jesus. So you don't necessarily have to talk about scripture to still share who God is. You can be kind, you can be supportive, you can be listening to other people and showing them who Jesus is. Jesus is a, um, he diffuses situations. He doesn't create tension. He doesn't become divisive, right? He's loving and caring. So yeah. if you're a coach in a position where you don't get to openly talk about your faith at work, just show up and show people who Jesus is. The Holy Spirit is in you. He's in you, Justin. He's in any coach too that is listening to this. He loves us. And people can feel like, oh, there's something different about Justin or this coach. Like, what is that different thing? They want to learn more about what that is. So maybe that conversation can't take place at work, but maybe it can take place outside of work. Maybe at, you know, in the weight room, maybe um, outside on the field, maybe even at a bar, you're going to have a beer and grab a burger after a busy day. And they're like, tell me, like, how do you handle all this stress? It just seems like nothing sets you off. Well, let me tell you about Jesus Christ and how he helps me get through this. So that's how I have found talking to people, because I've actually been asked that before, clients and, and people in the medical field, we work with doctors, they also are often told like, no, you can't talk about religion here. Well, if I can't talk about it, I will show you who Jesus is. And in your heart, you, you might get that conviction uh, to learn more about him. So don't be discouraged. Um, everybody just trust, you know, trust in the Lord. Get into his word in, in the morning, right? That is our spiritual armor, our protection. And people pick up on the spirit. They feel something different about you when you're being loving, you're being calm, collected. People pick up on that and they're like, well, what's different about them? And that's exactly the segue that Jesus wants, because then he can do the rest. We're not meant to, to bring people to Christ. We're meant to plant the seed and let him do the rest. Yeah, no, amen to that. And there's there's a bunch of, you know, I feel like the big misnomer a lot of the times is <clears throat> any any time that there's a bad apple in whatever field, if there's a bad strength and conditioning coach that throws dumbbells at kids, people think strength coaches do that. Or a nutritionist, you know, recommends, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> 
doing X program or, and, and then again, like if, if somebody's pushing Christianity on somebody in a bad way, everybody gets a bad rap. Um, and that definitely is something that I feel like a lot of coaches might have to try to handle in, especially in college athletics, you can see things kind of, um, done in a, in a, in a wrong way in terms of like, Hey, we're going to, you know, all hold hands and, and at the end of the game, we're going to pray, but then, you know, our actions don't fall in line with that. Um, I, I was having a conversation with a coach about that the other day, you know, and it's, I mean, that is real. That does happen. So I feel like that's something that maybe some of the listeners out there, like they might either a be going through it or b hearing you say that about like, Hey, you don't need to make a big deal out of it. You actually just need to, you know, show and love. And that is actually something pretty powerful for me. Cause it was like, man, hearing you say that, I was like, ah, looking back, I definitely, I definitely probably rocked the boat a little bit more instead of just being like kind and calm. It was like, Oh, I, I'm getting mad that I can't do this. Like, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Hmm. That's really good, Justin. And I think, it, you know, I really respect this about you and anyone else that's willing to say, Ooh, you know, I could have done that differently. Myself included every day I've learned this. Um, and I think that's what I love about people who are willing to say, yeah, I didn't do that the best back then, but I'm going to always work on it and try and be better 